Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome back to the Peak and Flow podcast. Today I'm going to talk about a really simple concept, yet one that I guess could mean many things to many different people, which is really about being present or presencing. And so what do we mean by that? Well, how to be present is a really interesting concept because really what is, I guess like a common culture goal at the moment is this whole idea of being present. I want to be more present. I want to be present with my kids. I want to be present with my family. I want to be present with walking my dog on the beach, whatever it might be. But this sort of goal, this this aiming, this desire, this longing for some form of presencing, right? And I think if we got a room full of people and asked them, what does being present mean to you? You'd probably get a bunch of different, I know you would get a bunch of different results and, and answers. So, I want to talk today about what the most common, I'm going to call it a mistake, when it comes to being present is. Listen to the language, right? Somebody wanting something means that they don't have it. It's called longing. And commonly, people come into coaching, for example, with what they're longing for. And so if someone is aiming to be, wanting to be, it means that they're not currently it or doing it. And this is the interesting thing when it's about being present is that commonly people will aim to be more present. It's a goal. It's a longing, an attempt, a thing that I'm not, a thing that I'm not doing. And so the interesting thing around that and when it comes to presence is that it's not something to obtain. It's actually not even something to do, really. It's actually the opposite of doing. But the present moment is always occurring and me here now in this physical body that I'm that I'm currently located in is always here as well. So it's not about me going, I'm going to try and bring myself back to this present moment, which is always occurring regardless. What it is about is actually learning to clear all the bullshit that's stopping me from being present, right? So it's not this goal of being present. It's actually a focus of shedding the stuff that's keeping me away from being present. So being present isn't a 30-minute activity that you do in the morning before starting your day. That's a great mindfulness activity or or meditation that may be of great benefit to you. It's not something that you try or aim to do. It's actually always occurring. So that's where getting rid of the stuff that stops you from being present is actually the main focus here. And it's definitely not a psychological hack and it's not a mind trick, right? The present moment is always occurring. So what's stopping you from being in the present moment? Right, So it's like imagine a river and the river of life. It's not going, we want to put more water into the river for it to flow better. What are the rocks that are getting in the way that you probably put there that are stopping it from flowing well? So rather than aiming to put more water in there, we're actually aiming to remove the rocks to just allow the river to flow naturally like it is doing anyway. And so the present moment is always occurring. So how do you clear what's stopping you from being in the present moment that's the pathway right how do you find out what is stopping you from being in the present moment commonly and and there's many concepts to this but commonly a real simple approach to this is am i spending more time in the past or more time in the future in my day-to-day thinking am i thinking more in the future do i catch myself thinking about the next thing or do i catch myself reflecting on the past So there's past, present, future. Which one do I gravitate to? Which one do I habitually lean into more than the other? Or am I constantly bouncing between past and future, right? And being able to journal on what 
your what you are thinking about in the future or in the past is going to give you an indication of what may be holding you to the future and what may be holding you to the past. Here's an example. I, I, I worked with a client and what he found is that he was constantly thinking in the future. It was a big driver for him. And for him, it was about going, oh, there's, there's a better future. He believed in a better future. The problem was is that even as he created a better future, he still had this underlying structure saying there's a better future. And so he had this positive intention of creating a better future that he could live in, but he's currently living in the future that he created before, but he's not actually paying attention to it because he's thinking of the better future. And so it's this motivation drive to be able to have better, to be able to live better, to be able to provide more for a family. Yet when they arrive, they're so busy thinking about the future again. So this positive indica- like in- intention this individual had on building a better future, which kept him thinking about the future, the difficulty is that that was on behalf of enjoying the present moment. But when he got to the future, he wasn't in the present moment because the structure of thinking was driving him rather than the goal or the intention behind the thinking. It's a big difference. And so what is my thinking in the future? What is that really on behalf of? What's the positive intention behind doing that? Why am I valuing that? When we can get to the value, the positive intention, what's called a high frame behind where the thinking is associated, we can start to really dismantle why we're driven by future thinking or past thinking. Now, in saying this, it doesn't mean that we don't future think or we don't think about the past and learn from our experiences. It means that we're not driven by that. We're not just going there un- like um, unconsciously out of our awareness, catching ourselves, thinking about the future, thinking about the next conversation, thinking about what I have to do when I get home, thinking about you know tomorrow, whatever it may be, anything to do with the future. And is it is it a pattern for me? is a question worth considering. And once again, it's not about saying this is necessarily bad, but are you choosing to go there or is that driving your thinking and therefore your attention, which is taking you away from actually being present? Have you heard of the quote, the future is only reserved for those that can remain in the present, right? So the future is only reserved for those that can actually live in the present moment. If you cannot live in the present moment and you're trying to build a better future, it won't happen. The other example there when we look at past is that commonly people grab the past, project it into the future, and then are concerned about that happening again. And so they're constantly attempting to learn from previous experiences, not realizing that that may be on behalf of having a better life. Life's only ever now where you're living it, right? It's not in the future. It's not around the corner. All those things will keep you unhappy because it's desire. It's telling you it's a condition that you've de- you know developed for whatever reason, as in a condition, as in when this happens and then a conditional happiness, then I'll be happy, then I'll be free, then I'll be okay, then I'll be you know, joyful, then I'll feel love. All of that are conditions that are mental constructs that we've developed in order to be able to do something or achieve a result. But all of those things are available now. In fact, and this is a beautiful way to put it, there's a quote that says, it goes, ego says, when everything falls into place, I'll be at peace. Soul says, when I'm at peace, everything falls into place. So it's being able to realize that we can think about the future. We can reflect on the past. It's, is that pattern of thinking driving our way of perceiving? Is it driving our day-to-day? Are these the rocks in the river that are stopping the river from flowing and being present and having flexibility and choice about going to the future, being here, going to the past, coming back to here, and having that ability to choose where my attention is going because that is going to thoroughly and intention drives the attention as well but it's going to thoroughly dictate how much of your life you actually live rather than how much of your life you actually habituate big difference 
So one of the last things I'll probably add to this is, do you know what presencing is for you? How do you know you're present? And have you had a, a pure present experience? There's no self-rumination. There's no worry. There's, I mean, in the present moment, there is no worry. There's no fear. There's no sadness. I mean, even happiness. Enjoy in the present moment maybe there. But there's this constant, just this gentle hum of energy and awareness. Uh, and, and I mean, you can fit in all your words if you like. Beauty, patience, calmness, whatever the case might be. And that's allowing us to be in the present moment. You know, I'll finish with this story. It's in the book, The Alchemist. And in the book, the, um, the young man that's journeying across Africa, right from, I believe, from Spain down through to Africa to go to, I'm pretty sure, it's a little while since I've read it, but to the pyramids, right? To this sacred land. And so he was taken across by these, uh, well, journeymen, these warriors that uh, actually taxi people across from country to country and make sure they're safe as best they can. And they wake up one day and after a few hours, they can hear this battle off in the distance. And in hearing this battle off in the distance, the young man goes, what's that noise? And the journeyman goes, oh, it's probably a battle, a war. And he goes, well, the young man goes, well, what happens if the battle comes over here? And the journeyman goes, well, if the battle comes over here, then we fight. And the young man goes, well, what if we die? He's like, well, if we die, then today is as good of a day as any other to die. And if we don't die... Today is also a good day for lunch. <laughs> what that's really getting at, if it lands for you, is there's always so many things that may or may not occur and it's good to have awareness of them. At the same time, you're also here. Like, now's a great time just to have lunch. But if we have to battle, let's battle. And let's prepare what we need to in the lead up to that. But the reality is, is that people are attempting to constantly prepare for the battle so that they can live, but they're never living in the current moment anyway. And on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me. If you would share it with someone else that you think would also enjoy this podcast, uh, you can find out more about our retreats and our training at peakandflow.com.au or in the show notes as well. That's it from me. I'm done. Until next time, peace and pizza. I'll see you soon. Peace.